You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. We got this. <laughs> and so it is. And so it is. <laughs> I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. We're married, and over the years, we've accumulated over a thousand DVDs. That's too many DVDs. So every week, we'll randomly pick two movies from our collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is DVD DVD Deathmatch. (laughs) Great. Hi, how are you? Hello, I'm... Still good. Still, still good. Still fine. Still, still fine. Still kicking. Still quarantining. Nin, nin, nin. How Ooh. are you? How are you? I'm love? good. I'm good. I've had okay. Caveat. Oh. I've had a couple of beers. Hey, and I've had some wine. Great. Some rose, like some kind of basic batch. <laughs> okay, great. As long as we're all, we're all. Uh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> as long as we're all aware what well, we're what we're walking what into our here toxicity levels are yeah exactly okay couple of topics at the top here topics at the top i no we're not branding the segment that way oh we're damn not. it <laughs> <laughs> topics at the top topics sponsored the top. by <laughs> casper.com by hot topics hot topics at the top god damn it okay um it writes itself, really. Important question for you. Okay. Are we done buying DVDs forever? Oh, wow. I mean, do they still make them? Yes, they, they still make them. <laughs> and I ask because... So, this week, the, they, the biannual whatever it is, barnesandnoble.com, Criterion Sale, 50% off... Uh-huh. I didn't get anything. It lasted the entire month of July. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anything for many reasons, not just this podcast, but just like, you know, trying to save money, like all these things. But, you know, I'm just curious. Like, hey, if, if you know, get some expendable income at some point, <laughs> there's a Do the Right Thing Blu-ray that I want to purchase. Are I, we, how do we feel? I mean, uh, listen, I feel like the the goal the goal of this podcast is... Indeed, to um, have us come out the other side with fewer DVDs, right? <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> but what I will say is that we we got here because of that part of our lives where we were just buying everything we could possibly want. For example, like like instead of renting, instead then. of renting, or now it's like, well, yeah, if something is streaming, then. I don't necessarily need it on a disc. Like, I think as long as we're buying a little bit more responsibly than we were. Sure. I think that's okay. If Because we've talked about Criterion, their, their special brand of <laughs> of disc. They, oh, such a special brand. Well, they, you know, especially for like the older films, they like do a really good job with them. And, oh, the prints are beautiful. Oh, the extras. Right. Oh, so oh, well my curated. God. Oh, my God. Beautiful. We love them. So, sure. Yeah. But, like, do we need to just, like, buy no. everything? No. No. We're no. not doing that anymore. No. I don't. So I don't think that, like, absolutely no more disc purchasing. But let's be a little bit more. Sure. I agree with that. Hey. 
conscious. I just wanted to know, like, if I add to the count. Speaking of the count, I want to say we started this with 1,313 DVDs. We did. There was a spreadsheet error. (gasps) We actually started with 1,312 DVDs. What the fuck? I know. What do you mean? I fucked up. I'm fired. Etc. But... So I'm just putting that out there. I'm in charge of, like, editing, and you're in charge of the stupid spreadsheet. What are you doing? I know. I mean, we're starting this podcast relationship off by lying to the people. I just think it's really... Okay, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's... I hope you guys can still trust us, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, and. I, I'm trying, <laughs> but I'm a couple beers, like I said. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. Okay. Okay, a couple more topics. I'm glad we cleared that up, honestly. New rule. New rule. Podcast. This is all, all of this is designed, as you'll see, everything I'm bringing up is designed so that we never get rid of any DVDs. <laughs> Perfect. And that we always have just an inordinate amount that we have to, that we feel, uh, uh, like a yoke around our neck. Mm, okay, great. I love that. that. We, I love that. I love that. That we feel beholden to that the stuff, we stop owning the stuff and the stuff starts owning us. Yes, what is the that's point. the goal. <laughs> so, new rule I'm thinking in the podcast universe. Let's hear it. Is that, let's say we get to a decision where we really don't want to get rid of one. Right, like the like the Camp Lachien. Camp Lachien. Debacle. Camp I didn't love, I mean, like, and listen, it's fine, it's fine that Camp had to go, like, I'm fine. Like I said, it's on streaming, I can watch it. But I didn't love the, like, the solution of, uh, let's flip a coin. I didn't love that solution. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. So, new solution. If there, if we get to a point where we really, really want to keep both DVDs that have gone up against each other. Mm-hmm. We have to, we make that decision where we keep, we're keeping both. If we keep both, we have to donate $100 to a charity. Oh, okay. So that... Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And if we keep both, then it ha- we have to really want it. Yeah. We have to really, we have to say, this is worth it to me. All right. I love that. That's a rule. That's, I'm just throwing it out there. We'll see if it comes up. It I don't means- think it's going to come up today. I don't think it's going to come up today either. Great. So what are we doing today? Speaking of. Well, this goes back. We're, we're 17 minutes into the podcast and we haven't gotten to the movies yet. I'm so sorry. Um, this goes back to the premise of a podcast we wanted to start years ago, mm. I feel like. Yeah. Which was where we would just talk about how all the movies we had to watch as parents. Yes, because we had a kid and um, so we were watching. We still have a kid. By the way, we do. We have two. We have two now. Like no, nothing tragic has happened. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, because we have a kid, we were watching a lot more children's movies, and so yeah, we were gonna do a podcast where um, we kind of rated the the kids' movies as far as like how watchable they were and whether the kid enjoyed them and whether the adults enjoyed them. Um, but it turns out when you have a kid, you don't have like a ton of extra time. Right. <laughs> so it didn't pan out. Um, so that, but today, but today, here we are. Here we're we doing are. this podcast, and we're talking about two kids' movies. Kids' movies that our kids 
enjoy to varying degrees. <laughs> um, let's start. So this death match uh, is between Cinderella, Disney's Cinderella. And classic, classic, and the Powerpuff Girls movie. Um, yeah, let's let's start with Cinderella. We'll let's start, start with, with the Cinderella. Classic. Great. Okay. Summary: When Cinderella's cruel stepmother prevents her from attending the royal ball, she gets some unexpected help from the lovable mice Gus and Jacques, and from her fairy godmother. Again, slightly off. <laughs> description of this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say really focusing in on the mice. Um the movie focuses in on the mice. It's although so I got to say mice. I know but the mice are the best. Gus, I'm going to I'm going to start this with a bold statement. Gus is the best sidekick in all of Disney history. Sure. Sure. Best sure. sidekick. Gus Great. Gus, he's the best. I'll take it. <laughs> Your gonna murder me oh no (laughs) oh no and it's gonna be live on the podcast (laughs) but i'm gonna say this so we watched this on a we why do we have this on dvd we purchased it i think a couple years ago not not like yeah it's a blu-ray so oh that's true we actually have a blu-ray must have been i think there was probably a point in time where it was like oh we have a kid now so there's an excuse to buy we should have i mean we have to have all these classics Right, that so we, we probably bought watching. it. So it was re- probably used as an excuse to finally buy. Because Cinderella isn't, like, really my jam, if I'm being totally honest. Like, as far as, like, Disney movies go. Um, but, but she, you know, classic princess. Right. And now we have a kid, so it's like, we got to introduce her to Cinderella. Right. So it's a recent-ish mm-hmm. purchase. It's a Blu-ray of it. Yeah. Diamond collection, something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, because Disney like, does that yeah, whole thing knows, in the vault, whatever. out of the vault. Right, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to murder me. Uh, I think the Blu-ray looks too good. Oh, <laughs> no. That, I think... That's literally my first note. I was like, it look, I think it looks... I think it looks really good. It looks so... It looks too clean, I would say. I think... There's but, no, like, well, green or vitality to it at all. Right. I will say that that is what I wrote, is that I wrote that it's so clean, it's so bright, it's almost... There are moments where it looks like the motion smoothing effect that... Mm-hmm. You know, like my seven-year-old mother puts on her TV and doesn't realize that there's a difference, right? Right, right, right. Um, but it, it didn't. I don't. It wasn't the whole movie. Wasn't that? It was just. It was more like in the beginning where they're kind of like moving through stuff. But I thought it looked really, really good. It does look really good. <laughs> it just doesn't. It looks almost too clean. Too like there's clean. no. There's no life to it. There's no like film grain. There's no. Well, there's no pleasing film school guy is there. That's true. No, I mean, like, I see what you're saying. I don't know that I necessarily agree with you that it's, sure. like, too, that it's too clean. Um, Because obviously they're restoring these and, like, doing stuff to them, so they look a little bit different. But I did think um, I was... It was nice to... It's always nice to watch the kind of, like, classic Disney animation, I think, because... Mm-hmm. And especially when you really start to think about, like, what what went into that, what still goes into that, right. you know, the, but the kind of like classic movies, they don't really, they don't do a ton of that anymore. Well, no, they don't. The animation do the, now yeah. it's all, it's all CGI. Damn kids get off my lawn, but it's not, it, you know, it's not that kind of like hand drawn, what have you anymore. Yeah. So I thought it was, it was lovely to watch Cinderella, which it was, was that. lovely to watch um, Cinderella. They don't do the 2d animation anymore. And it is, it is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Old man. Um, Shit. 
I thought I also thought it sounded really good. Like I don't yeah. know if like if this is just a function of watching a movie with the lens of like I'm taking notes or whatever, or if and or if it's like a function of being an adult and as a kid you don't really notice all the stuff. But like especially the cat and mouse scene in the beginning where they're like like the music and the sound effects were just so perfect. Like I don't know that there was a quiet moment in that movie. No. But the all of the music is so obviously curated exactly to what's going on on screen as opposed to like uh oh can you write it kind of a general cat and mouse scene. It was mm-hmm. very clear that whoever did the music for it was watching it or or had storyboards of it and and really crafted it to every beat that happened in the scene, which I yeah. thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, and it sounded really good. Yeah, it's like, it, the thing about Cinderella, and I think we would both, I think you agree with this, mm. the craft of the thing you're watching is impeccable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, the, the, the craft of the movie, of the animation and the, the filmmaking and the, the, just every piece of it is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And yet, <laughs> I would say... Like like Cinderella herself doesn't have that much personality. Cinderella's a lame <laughs> princess. Like I feel like she's like the epitome. Like oh Cinderella, she's the Disney princess. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this bitch is so lame. Just like across the board. Like sure, she's nice, especially in the face of like these horrible people. Right. Who you know the stepmother Lady Tremaine and the the stepsisters. Um. You know, she's just always so nice and sweet, but I'm right. just like, man, can you grow some fucking balls, please? Right, just a personality of any kind. Right, and it's like her only ambit, you know, it's the whole thing with the issue with the classic Disney movies. Her entire ambition is like finding a man and getting married, yeah. and not just any man, a prince. Right. Um, but, yeah, she's just lame. Like, I, she's classic, and I'm, I'm glad she's here, but I, like, don't care about her at all. Yeah, I did write down, I... So I find, so, you know, just to to not wrap it up, but just to, like, say what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Cinderella's pretty lame mm-hmm. as a movie. Mm-hmm. Impeccable craft, but, like, kind of lame as a movie. Mm-hmm. But I did write down that I think the villain in this movie is very interesting because she's not magical in any way. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, she's just a cruel bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's just like a mean person. Yeah. And I find that, I find that pretty interesting. And there's like a couple shots of her in the thing that I think are iconic. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yes. Again, I think Lady Tremaine is, uh, your, one of your classic Disney villains, villains. I don't. I also think that she sucks. <laughs> um, I want a villain to to give me a reason to like them, and she does not give me any reason to like her. Sure, there's and no, it's like yeah. she's not, and, but also she's not even uh, she's not even really evil enough to be like. For me to be mad at her, she's just annoying. Like, I just find her annoying. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, there's no... I, I, and I feel like I wish there was a moment. So, um, an, another movie that will come up in our thing <laughs> is Ever After, which is a sure. Cinderella story. And the thing about um, Angelica Houston playing the evil stepmother, I don't think her name is Lady Tremaine, but uh, playing the evil stepmother in that movie, the thing that's so beautiful about it is that you... 
she is evil and she is annoying and she does all of the same things where she's trying to push her daughters forward and uh you know kick cinderella to the sidelines but it all comes from this place you can see it coming from this place of wanting the best for her daughters Mm -hmm. and like um when uh when cinderella's dad dies in the beginning angelica does an incredible job like of, of acting that scene of like, oh my God, what is going on? Not only is this man I loved dead, but also this was supposed to be my ticket to bigger and better things. And now what's going to happen to Right. Us? You get Angelica Houston. Right. And, it, you, and, and you get this beautiful character, this beautiful multidimensional character. And Lady Tremaine in the original Disney is like, just nothing. She's just like, mm. um, I yeah. don't, I don't, I mean like, I will say, though, the voice acting for Lady Tremaine is so great. Like, again, we keep saying classic, but it is that just, like, classic, like, like, you wouldn't, you'd be hard-pressed to find, I think, a voice actor who could do that voice right now, and and it feels very of its time and, Mm -hmm. like, evil of its time, and it's, like, really cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I just want her to be a better villain. I gotcha. I gotcha. I thought I find I found her an interesting change of pace. Well, especially when you pit her against, because you're right, she's not magical and whatever. But she's like, not Ursula. She's not right. But when you pit her against all of these other evil yeah. villains, I mean, that's a whole thing. Like Disney villains are a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like compared to the rest of them, she's. And I don't think it's just because she's not magical. Like I think it's because she doesn't. She doesn't do the work. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> We talked about this a little bit before, but I thought that the, the obviously, like, okay, part of me is, like, finds it interesting to watch these things that are just, like, here's the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Because I personally mm-hmm. feel a little bit done with, like, here's a twist on classic fairy tales. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Like, like. It's been done. How many things are just, like take the fairy tale but with a twist like, mm-hmm. like now it's modern times or like now they say, it's gay yeah or, <laughs> or, or like they say the f word or whatever and you're like okay i get it I, yeah i know like fairy tales and so like but i always think about when when we watch when we see a movie like that that like especially with our kids that's like hey it's a twist on snow white i'm like well, Mike, they might not know what Snow White is That's at this true. point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I wonder about these generations. I wonder about the effect of Shrek on these generations. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, we really need to get to the bottom of this. But it was novel to watch just like a fairy tale, just told. Yeah. Not, you know, because it's just been so, because your brain is just so at this point in fucking 2020 hellscape, just so used to not <laughs> seeing just straight up like. Yeah, here's Cinderella. Yeah. Here. Uh, <laughs> here, here. 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 That's what the movie Fine. feels like. Here it is. Um, so, guys, uh, we have a little surprise for you in this particular episode of the podcast. We have a couple of guest stars who are going to come in and uh, give their opinion about Cinderella. I'm... Eleanor, but everyone calls me Ella. Well, that, almost everyone. That's true. That's true. What's your name? Sydney. Oh, yeah. Hi, babe. Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, kiddo. Hi. Okay. So, do you remember watching the movie Cinderella? Yeah. Yeah? What's Cinderella about? Can you tell me what it's about? Uh. So, there's 
um, a girl, and she has a mean stepmother and two mean step stepsisters. Mm-hmm. And then one day, there's an invitation for a ball. And then she meets her fairy godmother, who gives her fancy clothes and a carriage. <laughs> that kind of stuff. So she goes to the ball, and she meets the prince, dances with him a little. <laughs> what is what is your favorite part of Cinderella? Um, I'd say the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo song. It's funny. It is pretty funny. That's a good one. <laughs> what, what's, what's your favorite thing that you remember from Cinderella? Uh, I... I think I want to say hi to her. You want to say hi to Cinderella? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does seem very nice, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we move on? Any last Cinderella thoughts? I don't think so. I think, I mean, I think we said it. I think we said it. All right, so let's move on. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls movie from 2002, directed by Craig McCracken. Uh... Our summary is, the movie shows the origin, is that what it really said? The movie shows, okay, I mean, sorry. IMD, these IMDb things are written, are just like user generated. I know, so they're but not it's so good. funny. All right. The movie shows the origin of the Powerpuff Girls before the cartoon series. It explains why they were born and why they dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil. Um, so this is a prequel mm-hmm. to the Powerpuff Girls series, which I know we watched when we were in like high school. Very uh, A very high school thing for us. Yeah, definitely. I think I had like a keychain of uh, buttercup. buttercup. I remember your buttercup pe- buttercup keychain. Buttercup keychain. <laughs> and um, I think I looked up when this movie came out because I like had a weird memory of we definitely saw this movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. I think we saw it with our friend PJ. PJ. Who I don't, we haven't seen probably since then. It came out right around your birthday. And I feel oh. like, I feel like we went to see it and then like went to a birthday party or something. Like, was there like a surprise thing or something? I think so. Ooh. <laughs> Many years ago. I don't know. But, or, or something. I, I don't know. Anyway, we saw it with PJ. <laughs> um,. They did the thing really well that I usually kind of don't love, mm. where they upgraded the animation style and mm-hmm. then, like, it feels a little more handcrafted. And, like, there's also, like, uh, more CGI kind of incorporated into it, like that ball yeah. during the tag sequence and things like that. Yeah. And I you usually, th- I wrote that down because you usually, usually do not like that. Yeah, but I thought it worked really well here, and I thought they did, did a they did a great job of. Well, that. I feel like the 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 thing that I have with that is that I don't I don't quite understand why. Do you know what I mean? Why they do it? Yeah, like is it a thing where they couldn't animate a ball? A giant? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure. Or is it could. literally just like, well, we have this money, so I we might as that. well do we might as well do CGI. It's like, well, why? I think it's to make it to like give it that extra production value and make it seem like, oh, this is a movie now. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel, it just feels like a, a weird thing where we're spending money because we want to spend money as opposed to like, we're trying to make the best, yeah. best movie we can make. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. And also, as you said, it, I do feel like it's integrated really well. It's not like, oh, let's make the Powerpuff Girls CGI. It's like, oh, here's this very, it's a fast moving, you know, it's like a, 
uh, like an Indiana Jones ball type. Yeah, thing. right. Um, here's this fast moving thing <laughs> through the the streets of the city. Um, yeah, and I think we always really liked. I mean, we were just like at that age. I think of not not being tweens or anything when the Powerpuff Girls came out, but just yeah. being like, oh, we're in high school. We think this is cool. And like, yeah, it was the, kind of like niche and, and, and like nerdy cool to yeah. be into the Powerpuff Girls. Right. Because they did a thing. They, it was, I, it was one of the first times I remember seeing like that anime style incorporated into that anime, like especially like in the fight sequences. Yeah. Like, incorporated into just like a kid's cartoon yeah like and then american cartoons also with like that ren and stimpy like 1950s advertisement kind yeah. of style <laughs> like that's like little timmy likes his oatmeal you know that kind of thing yeah and so like it, that like all those things mixed together in this blender of this like weird superhero kids show yeah that we always really liked when we were in high school because we were <laughs> so cool so cool it's the um, name of this podcast is how cool we are yeah and then the the movie came out and we like you know we went to see it in the theater but I think it was like kind of a flop yeah like I don't think any but I don't think it like did very well and I don't think a lot of people want to see it yeah well I think it's like before. I mean, like, yeah, I was trying, I was like, I'm trying to think of something that is comparable that would have been successful. And I guess, like, Spongebob is, like, the, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they made a whole musical out of that shit. And, and several movies. Yeah. I don't mean shit derogatorially. Derogatorially. <laughs> We're going to get to the Spongebob Squarepants movie on this podcast. Oh, wow. I've never it seen DVD. it. Oh, no. I've never seen oh, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like cool. What are my other notes here? Oh, I have like, um, who voices Mojo Jojo? Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Like, it's got that kind of vague, like late nineties, early two thousands. Like, oh, is this problematic? Yeah, I can't. I tell. don't know. Um, I think it's. I think they're covered. I don't know if that means it's okay, but I think they have plausible deniability. <laughs> okay. I also wrote, holy flash warning, um, if you are someone who has not seen the Powerpuff Girls movie and us talking about it is just, like, really hyping it up for you, um, and you have epilepsy, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Because it, there's so much. And, and there's not, you know, speaking of not necessarily problematic, but there's no, like, flash warning at the beginning of this film. And yeah. I am absolutely sure that it would, like, trigger some crazy, you know, yeah. badness for anyone who, who had that issue. So, right. Woo! It's very... I, I just to say it, I don't think we've said it yet. I really like this movie a lot. Yes, it's like, <laughs> it's like beautifully animated. The I think the plot, the plot. It's a prequel to the show, mm-hmm. so it tells you how they became the Powerpuff Girls. It's as we said, it's an origin story. It's an origin story, and I think the way it's plotted, the introduction of the girls, their journey, the way they eventually, like the way they are shunned by the town, then they save the town. Like, the way the plot is laid out mm-hmm. is so clean. Yeah, Just from a screenplay point of view. Yeah. Is, like, beautiful, I think. Yeah. And really, like, well done. Yeah, it does a really good job of of taking a show and making it a movie. It's not just a ton of uh, episodes strung together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It, it's its own kind of long episode. Um, but yeah, it's very clean. It's very direct. It's still like a, technically a kid's cartoon. Right. So, well, and it feels like it, it doesn't feel like a uh, shoehorned in. It feels yeah. like, it feels like 
when they created the show, the Powerpuff Girls, this is the origin story that they imagined as they were writing it. Right, right, right. Um, and not necessarily that they like went back and went like, okay, we're gonna we got to tell this origin story. What is the origin story? Right. Um, one, which is really cool. One fascinating thing I think about watching it, and mm. I think about when we saw it in the theater too. A thing that I kind of like, sort of, I think I remember, although I might just be like. Um, re, you know, revisionist history on my own memory, but um, is that it came out the summer of 2002. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where are we at mentally as a country? Right. And then the entire movie is this city just being fucking demolished yeah. over and over again by the Powerpuff Girls and then by Mojo Dojo's army of insanely smart monkeys and apes. Yeah. And it's like a thing that, you know, according to some people online, they think that's why it was a flop because it was like too oh. dark and it reminded people of 9-11. And because there are just buildings falling and falling and falling yeah, and falling. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like throughout. And it's done for comedy and it's a kid's movie and all this stuff. And I mean, I don't know, like... I don't know if that actually makes any sense. Like, people going into the movie wouldn't be like, well, I'm not going to buy a ticket because I heard that there's a building that falls. (laughs) Like, that doesn't quite make sense as a reason that the movie didn't do well. Yeah. But it is a reason that the movie's, like, kind of fascinating to watch as an artifact. And I remember, I think I remember at the time being like, this is weird. Well, and, like, how long, I don't know what the process for, like, animating a movie is. Like, how long, how long before... 9-11, did they have this movie in the can? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if they had it, like, finished, finished. Mm -hmm. But, like, the... Past the point that you Yeah, exactly. Like, the the script and the storyboards and all that stuff and the animatics and all that stuff was probably done, like, way before that. Right, exactly. Like, there's a... There's a... um, uh, I remember... Sorry, not to... Welcome to the 9-11 podcast with Mike and Liza. (laughs) No. Um, uh, (laughs) There's a... I remember... That, you know, a couple of days after that happened, going into a comic book store and picking up, I think it's like Adventures of Superman, mm-hmm. one of those, mm-hmm. and buying it and then opening it up. And like on the first page, there's just like two towers like being, you know, smoking from an attack Ooh. from like an alien attack or whatever. Yeah. And I just rem- like that's one of those things that it's like, oh, this happened like eight months ago. This script was turned in and yeah. this, this artwork was done and all this stuff. But it's just like stuff that, you know, that that confluence of events of artwork and, you know, being perfect for its time, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, perfect or not perfect. Not perfect. Yeah. Por- perfect? Perfect. Perfect. Oh, to me, mm. you are perfect. <laughs> well, speaking of perfect, let's hear what the, the kiddos had to say about Powerpuff Girls movie. Okay, and then do you remember watching the Powerpuff Girls movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Wait, which one? (laughs) So, Townsville has lots of villains in the beginning. Mm -hmm. The city of Townsville. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the professor who creates the Powerpuff Girls. Mm -hmm. How does he create the Powerpuff Girls? Sugar, spice, everything nice, and chemical X. Oh! He (laughs) accidentally... It was a mistake to have a bottle of chemical X hanging... Hanging over a pot where he mixed the, the 
the sugar spice and everything nice. Mm -hmm. And then, while he was stirring, he accidentally knocked the wooden spoon into the glass, which made it shatter, and out poured the chemical X into the pot. Oh, my goodness. And then, guess what happened next? What happened next? An explosion. Whoa. Because then an explosion happened. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then what happens? Um, They go to school. They kind of overdid it while playing tag. <laughs> kind of overdid it. And by kind of overdid it, I mean destroyed the city. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> they don't know their own strength, huh? I mean, they have powers. Right. That's why they're called the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even call the the Powerpuff Girls the Powerpuff Girls until the end of the movie. Uh, there's a building there. There's a building? No, a villain. A villain. A villain. A villain. You're right. Do you remember what the villain's name was? Uh, I don't know. Or what did he look like? Or what kind of animal was he? Do you remember? Uh, a monkey. A monkey. That's <laughs> yeah. right. You know what his name was? Uh, no. It's Mojo Jojo. Yeah, he takes things. He did. He took some things, didn't he? That's not very nice, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember anything else that happened in the Powerpuff Girls movie? Uh, the Powerpuff Girls saved the town. They saved the town. (laughs) That's right. right. They saved the city of Townsville. Very good. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, Okay. One final note to make about the Powerpuff Girls movie. So this movie, like doesn't exist on Blu-ray. It doesn't exist streaming. You can't rent it online. I mean, like, it's not hard to find. Like, you can buy this DVD for $4 or whatever. But it's not, like, it. it's not a readily available movie in the streaming universe. Yeah, it's, it's not, not on HBO Max. It's not, which is where all the Powerpuff Girls stuff is right now. It's not it's on, on Hulu. Which Disney is, Plus. It's certainly not on Disney Plus. And so, <laughs> and... You know that it's just an interesting thing. It's because essentially, like this is the only place right now, and we're gonna run into this again and again, where you can get this movie. Yeah, like it's just like buying a DVD of it. Yeah. Um, and you know our kids like they they love they love it as, right as you've heard right. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I think, I mean, I think. Uh, Honestly, I think it's pretty, especially that, that feels like a, the nail in the coffin for, uh, Cinderella, uh, (laughs) sorry, love. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I think especially, you know, I think it's pretty clear what, how we feel is that we're, you know, Cinderella is going to have to go and Powerpuff Girls is going to stay, but maybe we should check in and see what the kids have to say about it because these are kids movies. So I guess, I guess let's get their opinions. All right, fine. I like that. Okay. So Sydney. If we had to get rid of either Cinderella or the Powerpuff Girls, which one would you want to keep? Which one do you want to keep? Uh, the Powerpuff Girls. The Powerpuff Girls? That <laughs> makes sense. I want to watch it. Do you want to watch it again? Maybe we can watch it sometime soon, okay? Yeah. Okay. Which one would you want to keep? Very tough choice because I like a part in Cinderella, mm-hmm. so I don't want to like get rid of that but I also don't want to get rid of the Powerpuff Girls because that's like my second favorite movie yeah so but if you had to get rid of one Cinder- you- Cinderella because like 
I would get rid of the one with the least favorite parts that I like. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella only has one part, but Powerpuff Girls has two parts. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. So they both said Powerpuff Girls. I mean, like, it's, it's unanimous. So it's unanimous. <laughs> That's right. Um, so Cinderella, I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, but, I, will, uh, I will say both. Cinderella is 74 minutes. Powerpuff Girls, 73 minutes. Oh. is our shortest death match yet, <laughs> and probably for a while. We watched both of them in the same night, in oh, fact. Oh, that was great. It was great. <laughs> so, yes, once again, Cinderella, thank you. R.I.P. Cinderella. For your and service. We'll, you know what? We'll hear your story again. Oh, my God. So we will. We <laughs> so many times. With a twist. Oh. Um, yeah. So, all right. We're keeping, keeping Powerpuff Girls. Yep. And Cinderella's out. I feel good about that. I feel good about it too. But also, Cinderella's on Disney Plus. Which, yeah, like we will. We exactly. Yeah. Cinderella is readily available, and right. Cinderella's not going anywhere. Like right. it's just they're 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 never as much as they want to claim movies are going into a vault. They're never going to stop printing Cinderella. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls movie, however. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. All right. Great. So we should pick our next Let's death match. Pick our next death match. Hey Siri. Uh huh. Pick a number between one and one thousand three hundred eight. A random number between one and one thousand three hundred eight is four hundred twenty. What's it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> it is the nineteen ninety six film Fly Away Home. Oh <laughs> my God. Okay. Yep. Uh. That's definitely a me purchase. <laughs> 420, Blaze one. All right, let's see who is going to go up against Fly Away Home. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,308. A random number between 1 and 1,308 is 876. 876, let's see. 1946's Notorious, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what that is. Great. We'll find <laughs> out. All right. I guess we'll find out in the next few days. Uh, we hope you like this podcast. Obviously, we always we, do. Ho- we always hope you like the podcast. Um, if you did, make sure you uh, go and rate us and leave a little review for us on uh, the iTunes, Apple podcast, whatever it's called. Um because it, it does actually help us if you do that, because then uh, it bumps us up in the algorithm and we, you know, more people see us who are not just uh, our family and friends. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, uh, family and friends, we love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, it's but just yeah, you guys right now. It's just you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode we recorded since our first episode was released. It's true. And the feedback has been really great. Feedback people has been, been really awesome. enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, but yeah, you can find us anywhere uh, at DVD Deathmatch on, on the Instagrams. We don't have a Facebook page. Uh, the Twitter. The Twitter. You're in charge of the Instagram. I'm in charge of the Twitter. And so far, the Instagram is killing the Twitter. I mean, I don't think that's true. But find us on Twitter, guys, and follow us. And, and Please follow us on Twitter. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's humiliating to me as a man, as a, <laughs> as a husband. Weird. Weird. Went to a weird place. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, come back next week and see who survives. DVD Deathmatch. Death
literally get rid of Cinderella, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say goodbye? Bye. I'm going to go play Minecraft now. Bye. (laughs) Bye.